Listener Production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to your week-ending edition of Australia's number one daily sports news podcast, The Scorecard. I'm Liam Flanagan, and this is your fast, fun hit of sport for Friday, the 15th of September. Today, Port's brave move ahead of a must-win semi-final against the Giants, Tim Zhu to bid farewell to Australia, and another domino falls after the Matildas' World Cup campaign. But first... The Melbourne Storm and the Sydney Roosters have been the two most dominant teams in the NRL for the past 20 years. But tonight, one of their seasons will come to an end. This ends tonight. Having sat outside the top eight for most of the regular season, the Roosters somehow are still a premiership threat thanks to a thrilling one-point win over the Cronulla Sharks last week. One of the great finals win for the Roosters who march on to play Melbourne at Amy Park. And after a successful trip to Shark Park last week, tonight the Roosters head south to tackle Craig Bellamy and a storm outfit at Amy Park, who suffered a 26-0 loss to the Broncos last week in a performance star player maker Cam Munster termed, well, I'll just let him tell you. (laughs) And while the Storm will at least have home ground advantage tonight, they will sadly take to the field without two of their biggest stars. Pappenhausen has undergone surgery uh, in a Brisbane hospital. He has had six screws and a plate inserted into that ankle fracture. The luckless Ryan Pappenhausen is set for yet another lengthy stint out of the game after suffering a significant ankle injury against Brisbane. But perhaps the greater loss is the news yesterday that star halfback Jerome Hughes is also likely to miss the clash with calf tightness. The winner of tonight's game will earn themselves a prelim final matchup against the reigning premiers Penrith next week. And it appears on the eve of their semi-final against GWS, Port have introduced a new tradition to drop their leading goal kicker. Wait, what? Jeremy Finlayson, who has kicked a club leading 38 goals this season, has been dropped for tomorrow's must-win game against the Giants. Finlayson has been named as an emergency against his old side GWS and could yet be elevated as Port's sub for the game, but was demoted in favour of returning spearhead Charlie Dixon, who has been declared available after overcoming a foot injury. Well, that's good news. Meanwhile, Port's opponents GWS will come rolling into town, having made only one change with star mid Stephen Canelio returning to the side after recovering from an eye injury that kept him out of their 24-point win over the Saints in week one of the finals. Over the past seven years, Tim the Soul Taker Zoo has been punching his way through the Aussie boxing ranks. With a professional record of 23 wins, zero losses, Zoo's prowess in the ring has grown fight after fight. So much so that he now holds the WBO interim light middleweight title. And now, Zoo has his eyes set on another soul to take. Now to this big news that we've got to announce today, that on October 15, our new WBO Super Welterweight World Champion Tim Zhu will take on Brian Mendoza, the WBC Interim Super Welterweight World Champion, in a blockbuster world title fight right here in Australia. Brian Mendoza is a 29-year-old American knockout specialist who currently holds the WBC interim light middleweight title and presents a genuine threat to Zoo's undefeated record. And he'll attempt to upset the hometown favourite on the Gold Coast later this year at the Gold Coast Exhibition and Convention Centre. But Zoo finds himself in a situation familiar to many a talented basketballer or home-and-away actor. He's simply become too good to stay put down under. I'm going to America. Zoo has confirmed that his bout with Mendes will be his last on home soil for some time. I see this as, as the last fight in Australia for, for a good time. 
um, I was lucky and blessed enough to be able to keep myself active and to keep fighting and we were able to do that due to being able to have that uh, fan base in Australia and keep bringing in the big fights. Um, again, it doesn't matter where it is, but, but for, for the next few years, I believe so that this is going to be my last fight in, in Australia for a long time. He's hoping he goes out a winner. Courtney Vine at her first World Cup can write the Matildas into history. Cue the party! Wild scenes in Brisbane, the engine. It was a moment never previously experienced. An Australian side threw to the semi-finals of a football World Cup. And while the Matildas ultimately stumbled in their semi-final against England, they took us on a roller coaster not previously before experienced in this country. What a ride! The impact of that tournament will be long remembered. Prime Minister Anthony Albanese has promised to look into increased funding for the women's game domestically. Queensland Premier Anastasia Palaszczuk is planning a statue at the front of Suncorp Stadium to commemorate the Tealy's monumental quarterfinal win over France. But that might not be the end of it. Look, it's then on TV. The federal government has officially added future Matildas World Cup games to the anti-siphoning list. If you don't know what that means, it's got nothing to do with taking petrol out of cars. No, the anti-siphoning scheme was established to ensure that free-to-air TV networks have the first opportunity to broadcast certain programs so that they are widely available to the public and not hidden behind the paywall of subscription TV. What's behind the wall, Phil? The Matilda semi-final against England was the most watched TV program since the current audience measurement system began in 2001. Naturally, that prompted the decision to include both men's and women's future World Cup matches on the anti-siphoning list. So, Channel 7, 9, 10, hell, ABC. Get your budgets sorted, get your wallets out. You've got some soccer matches to pay for. And that is your Fast Fun Hit of Sport to wrap up another week. I'm Liam Flanagan. Make sure you're following the scorecard on Spotify so you never miss an episode. And I'll catch you Monday on the scorecard. Listener.